Sunday pour. We are back. It is Monday night. Sitting here watching a little college hoops. Texas Tech traveling to Oak State. Texas Tech has a three-point lead. Uh, we are uh, 20 days from Selection Sunday. Maybe 19 by the time you guys listen to this. So we're getting there. We're plowing ahead. Ant, how are you? What's going on? Two weeks Anything? away from conference tournaments. Yes. Even closer. That's, yeah. that's glass half full, yeah. One week from spring training. Yeah. So, yeah, six days from our first live baseball game on television. Yep, yep. Prince Pinstripes will come out for one day, one day only. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing – I can't complain. I got no – I don't know. Are you doing all right? A little snow today? I was a little worried about you, man. I didn't see any snow. Was there snow? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just blocking it out now. I saw some rain. I didn't I, see any snow. Uh, yeah, we got some – yeah, I got some snow. At least down by, in Stanford, we got some snow. Oh, maybe maybe it didn't make its way up here. Unless I just completely tuned it out. You're done with it, yeah. I know you're done. Yeah, with I'm it. done. Till next Halloween or whatever it is. Give me, give me, yeah. Bring on all the rain you want. I don't care about the rain. <laughs> yeah, let's get the rain out of the way now, so we don't have uh, double headers all all summer. Yeah, se- seven inning double headers. And not because I don't like double headers, but because uh, I don't like how people play double headers anymore. Again, a you know a doubleheader is uh, you use eleven pitchers in the first game, and then hope, and then I go oh, shit. Forget we have a second game to deal with. It's a glorified get... spring training game. Yeah, well, glorified Games. because it counts. Are they doing seven inning doubleheaders this year? Is that right? I think so. Oh shit! Runner on second to start the tenth. Uh, I think the only thing they held back or that they're going back to is uh, pitchers hitting in the NL. That's not even official yet, though. I think, right? I think they're still contemplating bringing a DH, even though they should have told people that a long time ago so they could set up their team to have a DH. Except scrambling. Yeah, I mean, it's a National League's problem, so fuck them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is Kyle Schwarber still on the Cubs? Where'd he go? Um, No, I don't think he is on the Cubs. I forget where he went. He would have been a perfect guy to hang on to if you knew you were going to have the DH. I don't think he's on the Cubs. Uh, I don't think he was. No, he's on the Nationals now. No, my National League team. They might have a DH, so we'll see. Um, the Nationals are rooting for Universal DH. They should be at least. Yeah. Where do you want to start? We gotta we gotta do a quick update on uh, this Yale uh, fugitive, the murder at Yale. We gotta update. Some new information on the Vazies shit we talked about last week. And I got one more thing to run by, another local news story. So we got, we'll got we start off local. Where, which, way, which way you want to go? Spin the wheel. Um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take uh, New Haven murder for 200. All right. So there's not much new. This, we're going on the third week uh, of this guy being on the lam. We still haven't found him. They're, still looking, in Dul- they're still looking in Georgia and Duluth or whatever the fuck. Um, February 6th was the day of the murder. They think, or no, here's what happened. So he stole an SUV from a dealership. We mentioned this. I mean, this isn't that new, but it's the details are. Um, he went to the dealership, took it for a test ride, said he needed some extra time uh, with it, said he wanted to bring to to his, his mechanic to check it out. They called him to check in because he was late. He said he need, he need, there's a family emergency, and... He couldn't uh, 
couldn't get it back in time. At 7.30, that was 10 o'clock in the morning was when I took it out. 7.30 at night, they reported stolen. That's the, that's the SUV that they found uh, on the tracks in North Haven. Okay. That's it. But he's, there's nothing new about where he is or what. That's, it was towed, right? That's the, one, the car that was towed? I assume so, yeah, because it was left on railroad tracks in North Haven. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, he was hoping it got hit by a car, by a train. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It's actually not a bad. I mean, get a, plan, not, get a schedule. Yeah. You should have planned it out a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go pick up one of the fucking little pamphlets there. Those it's not bad. the worst idea I've heard, though. No. Well, the guy's professional. We've established that he knows what he's doing. Um, at least to be getting away from it for this long. He knows what, what he's doing. He's got an idea. And he talked his way out of a murder investigation yeah. at 10 yeah. o'clock at night in the deserted junkyard or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yes. Uh, I assume he's talked his way out of a few tickets, too. They, uh, they did bury the, the deceased, right? They, um, they had the funeral and stuff. The girlfriend was there. She got a flag. He was, a, he was an Army veteran. Yeah. Uh, so she, along with his parents, each got a uh, folded uh, American flag. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know if she's if, – you, you were skeptical about whether she was involved in this at all. This is that's going all the way right there. This is exactly the behavior I'd expect from someone that was involved. Or not involved. That's the problem because it could go either way. It's a method actor. Uh, yeah, really sick. If she's involved and in she's doing that, she's a sick person. Um, I'm not ruling it out yet. She's still on my short list. Yeah, they haven't named the guy who's on the limb as a suspect. We all know that's bullshit. Um, that he's dead. Why wouldn't I don't understand that? Yeah, he's just a person of interest. And if he wasn't a suspect, if he was just a person of interest, he probably would have been like, yeah, uh, here I am. What do you need What do you need from me? I didn't do anything. Yeah. Person. He's not a suspect. He's just a person of interest. Um, and he also is probably armed. And uh, yeah, armed. you should proceed with caution. Armed and dangerous. And there's a $10,000 reward for a person of interest. Yeah, we cannot find him. I have no idea where this guy is. But he's nobody. He's just, we're just curious. Yeah, still looking for that backpack. Once we find the backpack, we can narrow it down. Oh man! So he's probably living. Uh, the only there's like two or there's like three options. You know, living in somebody's basement in Duluth. But I mean, if you know where they stay me there, how are you not getting search warrants and just going through the houses? Um, he's probably not there. Right. I'd so, say he's not even in Georgia anymore. Right. So he's on a plane. He went overseas somewhere. That's option number two. Or uh, he killed himself. That's option number three. I'm going to say he didn't kill himself. He's, I don't know. Those eyes, he looked like he had too much pride to kill himself. That's a great call. That's a great call. He's yeah. too much. He's too cold. That dude's too cold. He's not going to – yeah, he's not going to let the guy – right. If he killed himself, that would let the guy off the hook that he killed. Then the guy that he killed wins, basically. Yeah. He, won't, he doesn't want that at all. This guy wants to win. This guy's petty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So we have no, basically no new information. He's just a stolen SUV. He did the whole okie doke with the uh, the dealership in Massachusetts, and that's that's it. That's uh, that's so where we stand. Overseas, down south, did he cross the border? I have no idea. Yeah, where could he fly out of? I mean, he's been he's been a person interest since the day after this murder, so he couldn't. Yeah, fly, I right? feel like if he gets overseas, he's all set. You're not getting if he's overseas. It's possible he went. He went across the border, I suppose. 
He seems resourceful. Yeah. Not ruling it out. Not ruling that out either. He could be overseas. All right. Stay this tuned. Could be a cold case. Stay tuned. Yeah. Could it could absolutely end up being a cold case, unsolved. Yeah. Only Robert Stack can solve it. We'll have to bring him back. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the other thing we got to catch up on is the the Vazies. You sent me the on the last show. You sent the Ash Wednesday. Um, number one, the the uh, mugshot of the Vazies owner who went and got his. You know, he turned himself in. He knew Did he was going really? in. Yeah, he knew he was going in with the fucking ashes on his head. Uh, the Maybe daughter, he was looking for uh, some leniency, some some sympathy from the public. Yeah. That's it. All the Catholics will jump on him. It's true. The Catholics have been known to be sympathetic towards uh, pedophiles. So that's a yeah, good point. Yeah. And those who harbor them. So that's a good point. Calculated move. Turn himself well, in on Ash Wednesday. That's yeah. The confession on the way out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So he, he's absolved. <laughs> um, but the, the father of the daughter that was assaulted, the father was a, was a, was a detective. Oh, so he offered. He offered a detective, but it, because the guy Vazzy is so ingrained in the community, it looked like he had uh, a chief like on his side trying to kind of rework the case and get, you know, not, I, I don't really, it was a little bit uh, hazy what was going on there in this article, but basically it's saying that because he was like a well-liked guy, people listened to him. He's kind of connected, not connected, connected, but connected like in the neighborhoods and like with the community and stuff. Yeah. So people kind of was well-liked. So he didn't want people looking after his guys. He tells, he tells the chief this and the chief kind of wants people to take it easy on, on the guy. Cause it's, you know, his buddy or whatever. So, um, he yeah, basically he I don't know what the deal is with the chief not hooking up the detective with like better service. I mean, it's a guy's daughter, and he's going with some restaurant owner because probably got drunk there a couple of times or went to school with the guy, right? Yeah. So, so bottom line, these bunch of these cops, the chiefs, they're probably a little dirty trying to give this guy a benefit of the doubt, and he tries to bribe Serpico, you know, the one honest cop who's like, no, it's like, I mean, my fucking daughter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if he's serving. Even if he's a dirty cop, it's still his daughter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the envelope could have been big enough where he might have been like, maybe like give the guy a beating. I will remind you, it was a gift card to Macy's. I I know it was a little light. The envelope. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was real light. Um, so the guy's uh, the guy's last name is Kodo, uh, the detective. Kodo. And he went to he went to Vazzy's to ask about the identities of the two employees, and he I uh, talked with uh, an angry Visano over the uh, what the fuck I talked to an angry Visano over the phone while he was still in the restaurant. Uh, no one had known that Cotto had went to the restaurant. Um, hang on a second. Sorry, I got a little bit. I thought this was about the chief here. Somebody said they weren't fucking happy with Kodo's behavior, but I mean, it's, again, that's his daughter. So you fuck yourself. It's, his behavior is his behavior is fine. It's better than a dishwasher's behavior. Not that much. And this is what the Trumbull Police Bridgeport. Uh, There's a couple of Vazies I know. This is the. Oh man, 
man. He turned himself in. He turned himself into Rocky Hill. Yeah, he he bribed the Bridgeport detective. Uh, God, what does this dishwasher have on back? So, oh, is there, all right, let me just read it so it's less confusing. All right, Visano, fifty-eight, allegedly coordinated with then police chief AJ Perez to pressure detectives to drop the inquiry and misled members of a U.S. Marshal's tax force on the day they set out to arrest the two men accused of sexually assaulting the detective's daughter. Yeah, what, is the, what, what does this dishwasher have on Visano? That's what I want to know. Let's go to yeah, I, I don't get it. Just let, 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 the guy, let the guy take a hit, man. He's your dishwasher. There's two, two employees, actually. Yeah, I know there's two employees. There's a dishwasher and somebody else. I don't know. Dish dryer. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, what, what is this guy doing? He's risking his whole reputation uh, to, uh, to help the, uh, you know, the guys in the back. What are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an odd story. And what kind of, what kind, did, did it go into detail what exactly the crime is? I know it's sexual assault, but that's very broad. Um, no, I didn't see anything about exactly what happened. I guess when there's a minor involved, it makes it worse no matter what. Yeah, crime is. Yeah, yeah so that's not great. No. Nope. Yeah, 16-year-old, no. If it was like a 28-year-old, you could make a case that, you know, we got to hear the facts. Yep. 16-year-old, that's the only fact that really matters, I guess. Is yeah, it should, yeah, there shouldn't be anything going on. Absolutely not. Yep. You shouldn't even, yeah. If you work with a 16-year-old, like, you shouldn't even really be talking. There's nothing to talk about. You shouldn't even be looking at her. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, so that's that. That's Vazzy's. I can't I, – just for the fact that I was a detective blew my mind. And then the fact that the police department was actively working to try and uh, get the charges dropped and shit was uh, nuts as well. Uh, yeah, right, you got to do a little background check. You can't be sexually harassing – a cop's well, daughter. When the chief is in the pocket of the fucking of your boss, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and that's, like right. an, that's like an that's like that's like you got to feel untouchable if you if you if your boss is going to go to bat for you for you know I don't know doing what to a sixteen year old. You got to feel untouchable, and he's he's going to go all the way to the top of the fucking police department. It's crazy. You yeah, feel Why? untouchable. Yep. There's nothing in <sighs> life that I'm that confident about getting away with no no it's the last thing i'd be confident in uh bribing a cop about oh and by the way the funeral was a was this is terrifying or uh, horrifying the funeral was uh, a kid's funeral like a teenager's funeral that got into a car accident wait say that again remember that he bribed him at a funeral oh he bribed him at a funeral he tried to slip him the (laughs) try to slip him the gift card at a funeral it was for it was for a kid, like another sixteen year old kid. Just Vazzy, complete guy. to slip him a Macy's gift card at a funeral. I mean, that is that is obnoxious. Like an envelope, yeah, man. Like I, I get what he's what he's doing, but that is a that is an obnoxious way to go at your business. What a two bit loser. Man, that's a little bit of lack of uh, self awareness there. It's ball. It's I mean the balls hey, on this guy. Kodo, hey Kodo, <laughs> you in the you in the market for some new you know, for some uh, two two for one shirts and a new belt? 
I got you. Yeah. I got just what you need. Macy's need Uggs. Macy's gift card. Maybe you go get the wife a little, uh, some perfume or something. And this is something he had to have had, like a Macy's gift card. There's no way he went, paid $1,000 <laughs> out of his pocket, got a gift card. This is something, this is a hand-me-down. This is like a sweatshirt you get when you're the younger brother, man. This isn't even, re- this is yeah. a re-gift. It's a, such a re-gift. Yeah. I tried to bribe a detective with a re-gift. What the <laughs> fuck? What are you doing? He's like, he's like Frank the Tank. It's got three speeds. Yeah, this, <laughs> this exact model? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's low. That is low. All right, one more local story. And uh, did you hear about this? Uh, on Saturday morning, a guy got pulled over on the Q Bridge and jumped off the Q Bridge. Oh, did I hear about it? I drove right past it. I, wow. You were there Saturday morning? You were a witness? Yes. I, uh, I was driving home from grocery shopping, and I saw a car uh, pulled over in a snowbank. Okay. At this point, I'm just approaching it, you know, on the highway. And I see cop, uh, cop, uh, cop car, cop lights, like maybe, I don't know, 20 feet ahead of the car. Mm-hmm. I see the cop, as I'm passing, I see the cop on the other side of the bridge. So I just turned to my wife. I'm like, oh, somebody jumped. I was like, a lot of suicides in February. That's right. And then, yeah. I was like, the guy probably just got stuck in a snowbank. <laughs> said, fuck, shut, fuck, digging out. I'm jumping. And then later on, we heard uh, it was a stolen car, and the guy yeah. jumped off, and they got him when he got yeah. to shore. I guess he crashed it on purpose or something, which I don't understand. Um, yeah. I liked, I liked my story better in my head. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess it's well, that's a that's a good drop. It's a hundred foot drop. Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't th- like I, I thought maybe you, you'd automatically kill yourself, but yeah, I guess that is a drop that you would survive. I just assumed because it was so cold. Yeah, I, I mean that's yeah. tough. It's not exactly Alcatraz, but still, man, swimming around in that water. Yeah. Do you see the? Do you see his mugshot? Speaking of famous mugshots, do you see his mugshot? No, I gotta see this. Uh, I mean, he's all like wet, and he's, he looks stolen out of his mind. On some, on yeah, something. I mean, that's. Let me see, New Haven jumper. What should I Google? New Haven bridge jumper. No, because I did that, and there was actually a suicide from like three years ago that popped up. So people have. Oh, here we go. Man who jumps from Q Bridge after traffic stop rescued. So he was, was he in a high speed chase? I don't think so. I think like his plan was to ditch the car. He should have gone to North Haven and put on the tracks instead. But I think it's, it sounded like his plan was to ditch the car or something. I don't know why he would do it on the Q Bridge. Or maybe that's the worst. Or, that's the worst spot. Or maybe he was just like, yeah, maybe he did get caught. And he was like, fuck it, I'm out of here. And then the cops saw him. That's when he was like, you know what? I'm going to jump. Yeah. I thought it was just a standard suicide, but all right. I mean, the guy's okay. You think he's he rescued? You think he turned and like told the cop, he's like, it's not my car. And the cop said, I don't care. And yeah. He jumped. Oh, like Samuel Gerard action. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he dove either. No, I don't. Like Dr. Richard Kimball did. <laughs> no, his form probably wasn't any good. I would like to have seen him. Like, where, have he belly flopped or, like, where the red marks were on his body? Because, you know, you get that cold-ass water going 100 feet, you're going to be, you're gonna be uh, marked up a little bit. You got to go feet first, right? 
you think. gotta almost you know tuck your arms and just like a you know like a statue yeah straight down does he look like the kind of guy who's thinking about that though he's jumping off a fucking bridge in the middle of february uh get off i don't know i guess it's stolen car wrap but doesn't yeah, i mean if you're jumping off the bridge i don't think you're thinking about your form to get away from the cops True. I mean, if he did it in a panic, then it probably wasn't, uh, yeah. Small amount of Olympic dive. No. Or maybe he did. Maybe he had it completely thought out and tried to nail it. But where are you going to go? I mean, all you're going to do is go below where there's, there's going to be more cops in about three minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you did it in front of a cop, what do you think? You're not getting away. It's all yeah. open down there. If anything, they, you have a better chance of getting caught. You should have stayed in the car. Yeah, you're just you're gonna get out. You're gonna get out and walk around down to New Haven, soaking wet. It was like 16 degrees on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested upon his release from the hospital. So that's good. Oh, it's his narcotics were found. Okay, small amount of narcotics. Oh yeah, it was only a little bit of pot. Looks like. Yeah, stolen car is a big thing here, and then uh, resisting and all that kind of shit. The, the, the drugs is secondary. Stolen car, maybe it wasn't his weed. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. A good good lawyer will argue that, right? Right, that would be the first thing I would say. Then you'd have to pony up to stealing the car, though. Tomato, yeah. tomato. Yeah. Or it is his weed. It's not a lot. Small charge. Say I was so high, didn't realize it was my car. Maybe they dropped the stolen vehicle charge. You just get everything else. DUI. Yeah. A couple points, right? A license. Yeah. Uh, I mean, better Six than months better than, can't drive. Better than Grand Theft Auto. That's this guy apparently was playing Grand Theft Auto Saturday morning. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, bridge. What's the difference? Why? What's the difference between Grand Theft Auto and just regular theft of an auto? It was like a, it was like a 1988 Honda Accord. Is that is that just a theft? But if it's a, a 2018 Cadillac, grand theft. Was it always nice cars in that video game? That you were driving around in probably. Oh, right? there was there's there was the the van like there was uh, station wagons. No, there was a couple pieces of shit in there. There was definitely a van. That's where he brought the hookers. Oh yeah, there had to be a van. Yeah. Well, you can put you can put the hookers in any of those cars, I guess. But the van was uh, you just you knew your guys getting to some dirtier business in the van. Yeah, three rows. <laughs> no, no, you take all space. that you take all that shit out of there, man. There's nothing in the back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe like a bar or something like that. Just like a bar across you can hold on to. <laughs> yeah, so thirty-four year old. I can't. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his name, but he's uh. He's in custody right now. All right, well, don't go jumping off bridges in February if you're trying to avoid the police. That's the moral of that story. I'm just taking the rap. Okay, so grand theft is when the property taken is worth more than a a minimum amount. So it's very state by state. So so let's say it's 1,000 bucks if you steal... $800 $800 worth of whatever, that's not grand theft. That's just regular old theft. Just theft. Let's see what it is in Connecticut. Grand theft. So if I steal like a you know, 75-inch TV, that's grand theft. 
because it's probably more than a thousand dollars. If that's what the minimum is, yeah. That's great. Ah, okay, I'm gonna get all kinds of. I just went to some criminal defense lawyer website. Up. Oh, hi, we are available twenty four seven, and I just got like a chat window popped up to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's great. Where have you? What crime have you committed? Yep. In the last twenty four hours, how can we assist you? <laughs> this is probably this is where the guy, uh, the Yale guy, came. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First degree larceny. Extortion. I don't have to do all this shit. This is not what I was looking for. CriminalDefenseLawyer.com. Good to know that exists, though, I guess, just in case. Yeah. I actually drove past uh, one of those Vazzy's locations on Saturday. Whereabouts? Trumbull. Did you go in? I did not. I'm not sure. I couldn't remember if that was the one where they sexually assault the employees or not. It's only one or the other. What were you doing in Trumbull? I was driving uh, to a brewery in Newtown. Ah, okay. It's called New Asylum. Okay. So is that a pun? New Asylum? New Asylum. Is there an old Asylum? No, like Asylum, New Asylum. No, I don't know. Like Newtown combined with Asylum. I guess. It's not a pun. I'm not sure what that's called. Play on words. Yeah. So uh-huh. we pull in this place, right? It's a, it, it was a little bit of a drive. I, I watched a little college hoops on Saturday afternoon and wanted to take a drive after the game. Yep. So I pull into this place. Um, it's real airy, this place, okay? It's, it's, it used to be um, – it's like you pull in this place and you look around. It's like something out of uh, Shutter Island, Cuckoo's Nest, like something like that. Okay. Wow. Um, so an asylum, yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's why it's called. It's yeah. very new, this place. It's, it's, uh, that's why it's called New Asylum, obviously. Uh, it used to be called Fairfield Hills Hospital. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it housed up, uh, and this goes back to, I think, like the 30s uh, through you know, the 60s and 70s. It was still around, even the 80s. Housed uh, over 4,000 patients in its wow. day. This is weird. It's back when It's back when you locked up everyone for anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had uh, Tourette's syndrome. You went in the nut house. You didn't know uh, your multiplication tables went in the nut house. Shit your pants once you go in the nut house. <laughs> Just once. They put a straight ja- they put a straight jacket on you for anything, man. You this get left is... back a grade. You go in the nut house. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, they have oh, a yeah. brewery at this place, man. Really weird. Oh yeah, it is it's a little spooky. How was the beer? Uh, well, there was a there was a half hour wait to go in and sit down, so I just grabbed a four pack and drank it in the car. Never went in. Nice. I prefer. I actually enjoyed it. That's I looked it- around in there, and there was like there was a lot of people in there, and I was just like, ah, I'm not waiting. Especially in these places, you got to eat something now too. I just right, wanted right. like a beer or two. Not trying to get crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, grabbed a pale ale. Uh, the name of it was Therapy Session. Uh, it's really, they're, really, they're <laughs> digging in deep to the, 
to these they parties. are they are all in man they are all in are these guys gonna cancel i mean you can't be making fun of uh you know patients like this well it got shut down in 95 yeah but even no i know they're not actually patients there i'm just saying you know you can't you can't make fun of the uh i don't know mental well, no, not, not everybody. Not everybody who ha- who's like mentally ill has to go see therapy, though. Everyone has. Th- Tony Soprano had a therapist. We had some. He was probably a bad example. He was a sociopath. But there's a lot of there's a lot of hardworking Americans that go and get therapy. All right, I'm just saying it's very sensitive times these days. That's all. I've often thought like I, I feel like it would be a waste of time if I went to a therapist. I think something good could come out of it. But I just feel like I'd be sitting there the whole time like this is bullshit. I mean, it depends on the person, right? I mean, they're actually – if you're talking to anybody and they're, and they're able to kind of uh, give you a different perspective and a different point of view, why is that? Yeah. That's, that's definitely worthwhile. But if it's somebody that's trying to, like, fix you at every turn, that's a little different. Yeah, I don't want to be fixed. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's a – yeah. It's, I'm sure it's beneficial as long as you get the right person. More, more, more so. It's like someone to talk to. You could kind of like empty the tank on. Yeah, that you can't that, really do with other people. Right, because everybody you're talking to is always waiting to get their bullshit off their chest. Plus, you got to worry about if they're going to go say something to somebody, then the word spread. You could just unload on any topic, sure. any person in your life to the therapist, and they got to <laughs> keep their mouth shut. Got to eat it, yeah. Or you can say anything you want on this podcast. Nobody's going to find out about it. I've, I've said at the beginning, this is a therapeutic. <laughs> um, oh, so I did a little more research on this place. Yeah, I was, looking up, I, was, I was looking up a little bit, too. Yeah, what'd you, what'd you get? <laughs> That's where they uh, film sleepers. No shit. Yes. Yeah, I was wild. I couldn't believe it. And oh, sleepers wow. was, what, 95, 96? It's like right when this place closed. Oh, yeah, look at the picture. I could see that. It's like the yard where you play the football game and shit. Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you can just, like, look. It's, it's a big comp. Like, they're going to probably – this place is probably going to eventually expand and turn into, who knows, there'll probably be a Starbucks in there at some point. But for right now, it's just one of the – there's a billion buildings on the complex, and yeah. one of them is – Obviously, the brewery. And I mean, I mean, probably during the summer, there's like tables outside or whatnot, but obviously, there's none of that right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming that where the brewery is right now used to be, I don't know if I had to guess, like a mess hall, cafeteria, something like that. All right. So for right now, that's all there is. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely spooky, too. And you like, like some of the, uh, there's a lot of the buildings were like boarded up, you know, mm. people spray painted on them. Yep. Yep. Would you ever? What would it take? Like, how much money would it take for you to spend a night on on the premises of a place like that? Can't go to sleep, but you're just bouncing around from building to building, <sighs> rummaging through the halls. <laughs> well, that is red. There's also uh, like tunnels underground between all the buildings. Oh yeah. Which, oh yeah. <laughs> I read uh, that. Yep. Yeah. What? Well, hmm. Just like by myself. Yeah, we'll say by yourself. You get a flashlight, that's it. And you, and you could bring any drugs or alcohol you want to get that's you it. through. We'll allow PEDs. That's all it takes. Maybe a granola bar. That's, all, that's it. You said it. You said everything I need. 
Yeah. It's all it takes. It won't take much. I'm not like, I don't know. It's fine. I'm not going to go in like to like where the morgue was or anything, but other than that. Oh, yeah. And they said they used to perform lobotomies and all, all that shit, like cuckoo's nest, man. That's crazy. That's, yeah, lobotomy is... Uh, how, how is that helpful to anybody? What's, how does lobotomy help anybody except for like, oh, I'm just done dealing with this guy. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm done. I, I quit. <laughs> I quit. Just uh, shut off his brain. Yeah, I'm not sure how that was legal ever. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the benefits of a lobotomy are. Hydro. We should lo- we we should lobotomize terrorists. That's who that's who deserves lobotomies. Yeah, I have no problem with that. But yeah, it sounds like they were just lobotomizing uh, anybody who had ADD back then. <laughs> like, what, like what the fuck? They actually sever the frontal lobes of the brain. Oh yeah, that's what the actual Wild. that's what the actual process is. Historically, patients of lobotomy were immediately following surgery stuporous, confused, and incontinent. No shit, or a lot of shit. Uh, some developed an enormous appetite and gained considerable weight. Seizures were another common complication of surgery. Emphasis put on the training of patients in the weeks and months following surgery. The purpose of the operation was to reduce the symptoms of mental disorders. It was recognized that this was accomplished at the expense of a person's personality and intellect. It was recognized. Like, yeah, he's not going to be the same guy. He's going to be a moron, but he's not going to, but he's right. He's not going to smear shit in the walls or something. Uh, Or that may be the only thing he's able to do. Yeah. Smear shit on the walls. Yeah, I'm not sure how that they were able to get, to get yeah, away with that. Fucking nuts. All these psych wards, man. You see this shit in the movies, man, but it's like, nah, they were actually like doing crazy shit like that. Imagine being the doctor or the scientist that's like, yeah, we're going to give this a shot. Bring in John Smith. I'm going to cut his frontal lobe and see what happens. We're just yeah, gonna... who's, the guy, who's the guy that you ex- ex- experiment on? Who's patient zero? And how's the first case? And how, after the first case, you're like, yes, let's keep doing this. This is great. We're on the right track here. Like, yeah. The first case, you're like, no, no, this is fucked up, man. Yeah. I, mean, I know he's walking around like he's Frankenstein and everything, but no, he's really having a ball. <laughs> Trust me. I saw him blink once. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay. I don't know if it was outlawed in the 70s, but that's what it looks like. Well, the USSR officially banned it in, the, in 1950. Wow, Russia ahead of its time. Yep. Imagine that. It looks like 77. 1977, it was outlawed? Um, actually, it was investigated. Uh, the committee concluded that. I didn't say anything about being illegal. At least, I'm sure it is someplace, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, 95 Governor John Rowland closed Fairfield Hills and its sister hospital, Norwich State Hospital. Well, there you go. 
Well, it looks like people tried to get into this place, uh, ghost hunters. They tried to get into this place, but it was uh, rejected by somebody back in 2014. Uh, JFK's sister was lobotomized. Really? In 1941, yeah. Yeah, I could see Joe Kennedy doing that. Rosemary Kennedy? What was wrong with her? I have no idea. It left, it left her incapacitated and institutionalized for the rest of her life. Yeah, Joe Kennedy was like, well, she can't be president, so fuck her. Put her aside. Wait a second. She was 23 years old when I lobotomized her. Yeah, man, Joe Kennedy was cold, dude. An all-time heel, Joe Kennedy. He definitely, he definitely pulled the strings on that one. Is young JFK's younger sister? Uh, more JFK born, you know. She was, I'd say, in the thirties. He died in '63. He was like around forty. Um, she was born. She was born in 1918, and she only she died. She died in 2005. Where the hell did she live after she was lobotomized? I mean, she was in a, in a institution. Jesus. Yeah, JFK was born in 1917. How many fucking Kennedy, how many Kennedys were there? Oh. Ted. Robert. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. John. And then who was it? Rosemary what was her name? Yeah, Rose. Yep. Four. I think there was another one. Uh, Pat. Uh, yeah, Joe Kennedy was one of them. Was he? Was there a kid, Joe? I don't know if there was a kid, Joe. Pat. Pat Kennedy. I don't know. Was there another? Wasn't another girl, a woman? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. I have no idea. I don't know. They got oh, a bunch what's of, the I, one? Uh, yeah, not, I got a Caroline bunch of names Kennedy, here. Right? Isn't that what Sweet Caroline's about? Is there a Caroline Kennedy somewhere along the line? Is that what? Yeah, there is. Is that what Sweet Caroline's about? I think something along those lines. Come on. Why? I don't know. People are fascinated with the Kennedy. I mean, I kind of am too, but I don't know if I'm writing a song about Caroline Kennedy. Well, it seems a little much. Well, Caroline is JFK's daughter. Oh, so that's JFK Jr.'s sister. Yeah, and Neil Diamond wrote the song about her when she was a kid. That's fucking weird. Yes. She just stuck with coming to America. On the boat and on the plane. <laughs> that is weird, sweet Caroline. Oh, so I was thinking when I was drinking... Uh, in the car, yep. In the parking lot, self lobotomizing yourself. Yes, <laughs> lobotomizing myself the new fashion way, just one drink at a time. I, when so they I was, when they start naming a drink after the lobotomies, that's when they're in trouble. All right, go ahead. Oh, I <laughs> hope they do. <laughs> nice IPA, nice ten percent or something. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a half, like I said, a half hour wait, and uh, I, I wasn't waiting to sit down. Mm-hmm. It got me thinking, 
do you think some of these breweries, right, to improve business in the winter months, do like a drive-in brewery from like the months December through February? Or is that, is that too much, uh, I don't know, risk or, you know, you, have, you can't serve drivers? But kind of like how Sonic does, right? You just serve somebody a four-pack, something to eat, pay with your card, and you're on your way. You can't hang around. You're just, like, in and out kind of. That's a way to, like, kind of brewery hop. Yeah. Well, like, might, there might be some law against it because in other states, I know you, there are drive through uh, like package stores. Like I, yeah. in Pennsylvania, there's drive-throughs. In Florida, there's like I got it was like a McDonald's. I got my booze out of a window. Like it was a drive-through like that. So I know that other states do it, and I've never seen it around here, like New York or anything like that. But I don't know if it's just the idea of handing a driver a beer. Um, what if they made it where the driver couldn't? But if you're just picking, you're... Up, you're just picking up a four-pack, though, like there's no, there's not nothing that says you're going to drink it on the way home. Right, well, I was thinking, no, but you could actually make it a drive-in where you serve some food, too, like at Sonic. Yeah, it's probably there's, – there's at least the optics of serving a beer to somebody who's actually sitting behind the wheel of a car. Liability would not be, not be good. And the, and, and the absolute hypocrisy in that is, you know, every, almost every, any, everybody who goes to a bar, you know, especially like dive bars, is getting in their car and driving home. This right. would actually be able to limit how much someone is served, whereas a dive bar you can get served like twelve drinks. And be like, all right, see you later, Johnny. Yeah, good they, luck. They could limit it. Uh, yeah, what's the? I like the idea. I was thinking of a way to like. I think it would boost business. Now, I'm not saying you don't have the inside open. Yeah, but you have like a drive-in section for when the indoor, especially with you know social distancing, COVID, all that. You know, once that place fills up a little bit, you have an option for other people. Because it was, it was a tight parking lot, and it was tight inside. Mm. So I wasn't hanging around. But, you know, wasn't able to get a draft beer. But obviously, you know, you got to get something to do all that way. So I was just thinking of a way to kind of, you know, bring the numbers up a little bit. And there was other people in the lots, too, who were doing the same thing. So these suckers were, like, waiting for a table. But the same thing. Like, they were drinking in the car. <laughs> Pre-gaming. Right, because I was, I was trying to – I was, like, waiting for someone to pull out. And I just noticed. I was like, oh, they're not going anywhere. There was multiple cars and people just, you know, drinking. Mm-hmm. It was a respectable move. So that's what gave me the idea. That and, you know, how Sonic does their thing. I was like, there's got to be a way for these people to get served. And, and in COVID times, even better. You don't have to, you know, be around people. I like anything where you don't really have to leave your car. I mean, it's, it's one of the biggest appeals of fast food. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so fast, you don't have to leave the car. It's, it's, it's Can you imagine when that, when that first came around, the drive-thru, like how happy Americans probably were? Like, we just grew up with it. It was old hat, but there was a point where it was probably new to people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they were, how they were if they were receptive to it, because there was a time where – it was like uh, kind of taboo to not sit down and eat. You know what I mean? Like eat a meal. Like eating like that, it's kind of, and it continues to be kind of a gross way to eat. You know, this processed food just shoving into your face as fast as you can outside of a, outside of a greasy fast food restaurant. 
it's kind of a gross way to consume your food. But, uh, and I want, I think I would assume at the beginning of it, it was, there was probably some pushback, like, no, like a meal should be eaten around the table with the family, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, you could take it and go home though. I mean, it's not, you don't have, I mean, I know most of the time I'll eat it in the car just cause you know, you gotta have it hot and it's right there. It smells great. Oh, but yeah. there, are, I'm sure there are people, especially back in the day, if you you know you were stopping up for a family of four, who would take it home and eat it. I like going in the restaurants now. If I not that I've eaten a bunch of fast food restaurants, but I'd rather go into the restaurants now because everybody's waiting in line. I've Every, done that a couple of times. Yeah, it's so much easier. Just pop in, order, and then I will. I watch the cars. Like, all right, there's a you know. You have to yeah. You have to keep tabs. Yeah. See see who's winning. You know. Yeah, uh, that's just now, and it's just, you're trying to beat the system. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if people would rejoice when there was a drive-through. Oh yeah, they people had also. To. People, I feel like people also had more time back then. Now, I really, if nobody has any, any time anymore. Like well, there's more people too. It's your whole. It's, nobody has any time for anything. It's just a, it's just a whole bunch of running around to the next thing. That's all it really does is run around. The drive-through nowadays, too, at these places has become so obnoxious that I hate the people. I just hate the – I motherfuck the cars when I go by a drive-through. Like, when I see a Starbucks with, like, 10 cars deep, yeah, I'm like, 10 assholes right there. Oh, yeah. I was going to pop into a Dunkin' Donuts on Saturday morning for a cup of coffee, and there was a line around the fucking place. I'm like – I couldn't even I – had, I had to wait in line for a couple of cars just to drive around to get to the parking lot. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'll get my coffee later. Yeah. And I, I don't, I also don't like when it's one person in the car going through the drive-thru. Like, what are you doing, pal? Just got to just go for a walk. Two minutes. You're in and out of the place. What are you, what are you waiting in your car? Like if it's two degrees outside, all right, there's nobody else in line. Okay. But if, it, yeah. if there's like four cars there and you're a single person, Driving up, like, yeah, I'll wait. Just fucking go in. You could see there's nobody in the goddamn restaurant. Yeah, it all, you got you to gotta take a lot of fa- – there's a lot of factors to if you hit the drive-thru or not. I'm trying to think. The only drive-thru I really go to these days is probably McDonald's in the morning sometimes. I'll get a coffee. Usually, it's, usually the drive-thru is pretty dead, actually, for some reason. I don't know why the one by my house isn't so bad. But there have been cases where – you know, if it's six cars deep, you just got to go inside, especially for a coffee. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be for a coffee. You can't be. But for the most part, I would say if we were going to poll Americans, I would say, you know, like, let's say like the Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, you know, all the fast food coffee, I'd say 85% drive through. Probably low, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, I think it's higher. higher. Up there, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, people love the drive through. You're right. People today, could not if you took drive-throughs away today, the outrage would be would in my mind would far exceed whatever excitement was when the first drive-through. Uh, People would be up. really mad. It would revolt. It would revolt. You'd see uh, there'd be marches, protests. Oh, you know what one you know what one uh, pro of the drive-through is, especially in the the only time I really hit the drive-through is in the morning for coffee or something. Mm-hmm is you could go in, like, sweatpants, pajama pants. That's, that's yeah. a real nice convenience factor for the drive-thru. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, like, two kids. Sometimes you don't want to unbuckle them, get them walking over, you know, get them walking in. They're, you know, they don't want to listen. 
So th- if I have two kids, you might be just getting a cup of coffee. I'm going to the drive-thru because I'm not getting both those kids out of the car sometimes. Yeah, I could see that not want to unpack the car. Yeah, just to go in and then, you know, you go in, I want this, I want that. Like, no, all right, I'm just going in. Uh, we'll just go to the drive-thru. You can only ask for You can't pick, like, the specific donut you want. Chocolate donut, sprinkles, no sprinkles, get out of here. Or just get some boner holes, whatever. Munchkins. Munchkins, so. yeah. Well, yeah, all right, yeah. Could see that. Yeah. Is there any – it's just – it's mainly just – are we missing any fast – are we missing any drive-thru uh, places? It's mostly just fast food and coffee, right? Uh – yeah, what else would there be? That's what it is. Co- I know. That's why. Like, that's why I'm thinking. There's not yeah, because people with people don't fuck around with coffee, man. They'll wait for an hour in a drive-through for a coffee. Let's go in, see the fucking coffee people. They won't it. do it, especially at first thing in the morning. They won't do it. Oh, that does that. Just why you sitting there, just and and also, I'm also the person where I've got to be moving. Like I just, as soon as I'm sitting still, if I have someplace to be, especially, I get like antsy. Yeah. If, if I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I, I could be just walking in there, waiting until I could see what the person in front of me is ordering. Like, I don't know what this jackass two cars up uh, in front of me is doing. Like, what's he ordering? Is he ordering for seven people? You know, what kind of. Uh, what, yeah. what's going on? So let me. That's just, the again, worst. Let me just move and go. And then at least I can give somebody a dirty look if they're taking too long to fucking order their goddamn coffee. Yeah. Yeah, you can get stuck in some bad drive through lines. Yeah. Uh, so did you ever do, um, you did, I'm sure, I'm sure you've done it, but you think pick up for like a, like a restaurant you would not have picked up for in the past because of COVID? Like, um, sit down and normally, but I've done takeout. For oh, yeah, a couple of times. I'm not a big, I'm really not a big takeout guy. I, I really don't care for takeout that much. There's only a few things. But yeah, there's been a couple uh, instances I've gone to places where I would never get yeah. takeout. Yeah. So our one of our main ones is uh, Chili's. Which yeah. Of all the, I'm not proud of right at those chains, but of all the chains, they do a pretty nice job. Uh, but their setup. I is, I've endorsed Chili's on the show. I don't mind Chili's. Their setup is fucking stupid. Like how they have it. I'm not going to get into details. Long story short. I got to look a little bit of a beef with somebody because I was backing up and I was too close to the person. Like there's spots behind me and there's spots for the pickup. Like I'm in the spots for the pickup and there's spots mm-hmm. behind you. So I think there's like a bunch of snow too. So I'm backing up and like the guy like in a car or in yours in the, in the backing up in my car mm-hmm. and the guy like honked his horn at me and like, I'm, I wasn't even anywhere near him. Like I get the, I get the beep. I'm looking. So I got to get the, you know, I get the, I get the camera on the car and shit. So I just let him have it. I, I told him exactly how I felt about it. Got, got out of there. But yeah, those. You're right. The drive-throughs, people are fucking stupid, man. Mm-hmm. Get, and I'm, you know, sometimes gotta let them know that they're the stupid ones. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so Red's Giant Hamburg in Missouri opened what is generally considered to be the first true drive-through. In 1947, and it looks like a year later, the In-N-Out Burger. I didn't even know In-N-Out was that around that long. The In-N-Out Burger opened the drive-through. Yeah, a year later. So Ray Kroc can't take bows for that one. Because <laughs> that in the movie, the 
excuse me, in the movie, The Founder, I don't think there was a drive through at that original McDonald's. It was all walk-up. Yeah, yep. Well, maybe McNay, McDonald's was a little late to the game on the uh, drive through I like... Uh, Jack in like, the Box, 1951. I like the Sonic version. I wish I was around like, for the old-school versions of what Sonic tries to do now. <sighs> yeah, like in... Uh, like American Graffiti, that time, like 50s exactly. and 60s. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Milkshake, people on roller skates. Yeah. I'm sure we talked about it. I did the drive to, like the drive-in movie over the summer, and that was that was a time warp. I mean, the popcorn. You did a drive-in movie? Yeah. It was, it was, the popcorn, I think, was made in 1947. But it was awesome. Just like, well, all I wanted, I just I was pissed. Like, I didn't have cigarettes to roll up in my sleeve or some shit. Yeah. It was cool, man. That's cool. Walk around with a leather jacket like Fonzie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. What movie did you see? Uh, it was um, it was uh, two movies. It was Beauty and the Beast and like the live action one. And uh, the one with uh, what's the chick from Harry Potter? Maybe. Yeah. Was she in Harry Potter? Good looking. Emma something. Good looking girl. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. then. Um, Iron Man was the second one. Beauty and the Beast and Iron Man made invented. The first Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it was okay. So it was old. I think the first, I think Beauty and the Beast started at eight or like after eight because it was the middle of summer. So it didn't, wasn't getting dark. It got to be dark for a drive in theater, right? Yeah. Yep. So he picked up a couple pizzas, brought a cooler. Should like, sit on the hood of the car? No, everybody pulls in now and opens their trunk because everybody's got the SUVs. So everybody pulls in like that. There's like a couple rows up front for the cars that aren't SUVs, and then everything up top is SUVs. What kind of crowd are we looking at that goes to these things? What uh, town was it at, first it was of all? A lot of kids. I don't remember what town. This was, in, this was about 40 minutes away from there, and it was up north. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, a lot of families and stuff. Southern yeah. Was that it? Southern Oh, I guess Beauty and the Beast, yeah. Or Mansfield. Which one was it? Oh, I think it might be Mansfield. I think they may be the only one to drive in theater. Southington also. Okay. Yeah, I never did the drive in theater. Oh, we're, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again this summer, man. Um, with the, the COVID or not, I'm doing it again. Well, I figured it's got to be safe for COVID, no? I mean, you don't really have to be around too many people. Oh, yeah, no, that's why I think it had, like, a little bit of resurgence this year because of, uh, because of COVID. But I, w- I yeah. would do it. I'm doing it again regardless, though. They give you a twofer. Yeah. Yep. They charge you by how many people are in the car I think or by the, the vehicle? I think by people in the car, yeah. I actually don't that's remember. Bullshit. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. should be by the vehicle. should be just, like... $20 flat rate to get in. It was, this was in the sticks, man. Like, <laughs> I thought, like, I, we, we were driving around and I remember thinking, like, we were lost because there was just nothing around. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing here. It was like residential. Yeah. And all of a it was just like pops out of there. You're like, oh, okay. Well, not bad. I can't, yeah, I can't wait to go back again, though. Now, now we're talking about it. I want to see something like an old movie. Something yeah. in the 50s or 60s. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, that's I could be a little more selective with it, but I had to do, I had to do something. And now I know, like that second movie, nobody made it to the second movie except for me. Now I know to uh, you know plan that second movie around my taste, the first movie around everybody else. Yeah. Um. So on the way back from uh, this brewery on Saturday, yep. I I stopped at a new a new pizza place. Okay. Gave gave him the uh, gave him the old college try. This was I in... stopped at uh, Roseland in Derby. I finally oh, made it there. Oh yeah. Five years too late. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, I, I've known the owners for a few years now. They're, they're clients uh, in my law office. And uh, she had happened to call in during the week. And we were, me and my wife had, were, were talking about taking a ride up there because of the brewery. And it was kind of on the way back, you know, on, 30, on Route 34. And uh, so I told her, I was like, yeah, I think about coming in on Saturday. So she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, come in. You know, obviously it's busy on Saturday, but I'll be, she's like, it's old school. Like, I think it was this, the woman is in her 60s, and I think it was her, I want to say her grandparents that started the business, 1935. Okay. Probably even, because her mother, I remember we did something when her mother died. Her mother was in her 90s, but I even think that she was too young to have started it in 1935. So regardless, it's in the family, one of the old, like, you know, founding people is one of the waitresses there. So it's, you know, they, they keep things pretty tight in house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I gave, I listen, I gave this place the Pepe's treatment. Okay. I no no pulling any punches. I, I ordered a small clam. Right. All right. Medium pepperoni. There's like two staples. I would order at Pepe's every time. Of course. Yeah. And then I got, a uh, half sausage, half meatball, medium. Okay. So I'll start with the bag. The clam pie was probably a C at best. Okay. It, I actually have a newfound appreciation for Pepe's clam after trying this. They do, um, you know, Pepe's, they chop up the clams really fine. Mm-hmm. Like this, this pie had whole clams, which I like whole clams, but it just doesn't really work as well on a pizza. Yeah. And it was, it, the pizza was cooked great. It was nice and thin, you know, crunchy. Um, it was just, uh, was it, you know, it wasn't what we grew up with at Pepe's. I'll just say that. It's just, yeah. it was missing a little something. I, I, I think this is the only place I've ever ordered a clam pie at other than Pepe's because I wanted to give them, they have a big reputation, New Haven style. I wanted to, you know, hold their feet to the fire a little bit. Fair enough, yeah. All right. Um, all right, pepperoni. Pepperoni was very good. Again, another pie cooked nice and thin. Um, again, I can't – I can't – Pepe's pepperoni is my favorite pepperoni in the world. Like, nothing, nobody touches that when it's done right. And they're still the only place I know. Have you had another pepperoni pizza anywhere where they do, like, the sliced pepperoni? From a stick instead of the actual, you know, big slices. The stick pepperoni. And Pepe's the only place that does it, man. And it's just, and they, they, you know, they bake it right into with the moods. It's like perfect. Yeah. yeah so anyways, 
they're one of they're one of a kind. It <laughs> as, is, it is. But this this pepperoni pizza, it was very good. Um, but yeah, there's a place right around the corner from where I live that does an awesome pepperoni, and I would say that the one at Roseland was probably uh, was probably even better. If I had one critique, one critique, you know, nitpick, a little oily, but it's it's pizza, you know, it's New Haven style, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna nitpick about that. You know what I mean. I'd rather. I'd rather have it be oily than you know undercooked or whatever the fuck. You have a letter. Um, you have a letter grade for the pepperoni. Uh B plus. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was really good. Um. So it was like the sausage meatball was the make or break one. And I. I think they are kind of. I don't know if I've seen. That they're uh, they're pop, they're known for their sausage, homemade sausage, house-made sausage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I want, so I wanted to try the sausage. My wife wanted the meatball, so you know, compromise, got half and half. Um, this pie was excellent. Oh, okay. excellent! Wow, I did a a pie. I give it an A. I even give it an A plus, man. I, I it was. Great. And I, like I said, all the pies were cooked. Per, it, and now listen, it's one, I've been there once. So I'm not, a, you know, a veteran. <laughs> I've only been there once. So I don't know if I caught them just on a good night. But if this is what they're consistently cranking out, I'm not going to say they're as good as Peppy's when they're on their A game, but they're definitely more consistent than Peppy's if this is what they're cranking out on a nightly basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, one one night does not make consistency, but that's without right. I'm saying, saying if big yeah, if yeah. big if, if this is what they're cranking out on a nightly basis, then uh, yeah, definitely more consistent than you know, a few other places in New Haven, I guess. That you you know you never know. I will, um, I will say this about Pepe's. they have been more consistent in recent years. There were a few years there where it was real shaky going in there. I I feel like they've gotten better in the past couple of years. Yeah, I actually haven't – I couldn't tell you the last time. I don't even know the last – I haven't been in there since the pandemic started. It, it's been over a year. There was one time I, – I, the only time I, – I always look for – I'm always glass half full when it comes to Pepe's. There yeah. was one time I went in there with my wife and we got a pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. And I was eyeing up the kid that was making it, man, because I did not like what I saw. <laughs> I just didn't I, – I, I, that guy – like that guy's no way that guy's cranking out an A pizza. Right. Okay. Yep. He was like hitting on the waitress and he's like, he's just goofing around. And I was like, disg- uh, I was just disgusted uh, just looking at him. Yeah. And when it came out, man, it was, it was easily the worst pepperoni pizza I've had from there in my life. All right. Sloppy. That was recent. Thick. Not, I was not. No, no. Year, I, but. I, uh, if I had a guess, I would say maybe three years ago. Okay. I really haven't been there that often uh, recently. I, I'm dying to go back. There. I'm kind of trying to hold out until Libby's reopens so I could do both. Yep, yep. Peppy's Libby's when it gets a little warmer. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, rolls. listen, it's out of the way. It's a derby. Like, you know, obviously we made a little bit of an afternoon out of it by going to the brewery. And then on the way home I realized, <laughs> like, after I left, how, how far I would drive it. It's a half hour. But, you know, it's just it's – a, it's a little bit of a hike to just go get pizza. But I do recommend people uh, definitely, uh, definitely trying out Rosen. I'm, I'm giving them the full endorsement. Wow. All right. There you go. Don't get the clam, though. 
Now, oh yeah, you can sit the clam out. I actually even I even considered going clams casino because mm-hmm. I because I knew it wasn't going to be as good as Pepe's clam. I yeah. considered doing the clams casino because I have gotten that at a couple places where it's been good. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I would say sit out the clam, just go more traditional. And they they have they have an ex, like an extensive menu of like white uh, white pies mm-hmm. that they all they I think they all make them in uh, they only make them in medium or small. Mm. It's medium medium and or small, huh. uh, like a big big menu. It's like up on a you know chalkboard or whatever. Mm. Uh, tried the house-made sangria, not Ooh. bad. All right. Yeah. and there was a little, you know, it was a little bit of a wait on Saturday night, but I had the beer, I had the beer, the second beer from the four-pack, locked and loaded, twenty-minute wait, piece of cake. Professional Saturday, right there. Professional Saturday. Yeah, well caught the owner on the way. I we didn't sit in the owner section because uh, I don't know. She was busy. I didn't go up to her until after it was over. And I didn't want to. My first time there, I didn't want to go try and uh, cut the line and. You know, people waiting and shit. I didn't want to seek out the owner when we got there as soon as they told us it was a wait. So, yeah. Got to be a little, uh, right. little more discreet next time. All right. There you have it. Yep. Yeah. Clams. Endorsement. I, I think I had clams at Minervini's when it was the old Minervini's, like the original Minervini's. Mm-hmm. That's probably 20 years ago. I've gotten clam casino pie from the Palmas recently. And the, 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 uh, Clams Casino pie at the Palm is good. All you right. never know. Some places, because uh, I've also tried Clams Casino from a place around the corner, and I can't. It's not that good. So yeah, it's kind of like hit or miss. Oh, yeah. and by the way, this is actually a point against them. <laughs> when the it was a young girl who who waited on us, and she was actually also the one who sat us. So when we went to order the the clam pie, she goes, uh, "Do you want that with mousse?" I was like. And I, 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 she put my head into such a pretzel. I was like, wait a minute. There's no moots. And, I, and I, I sat there and thought about it. And I was just like, no. So, you know, they put like on pep, they put a little grated cheese, maybe. I think they do a little grated cheese on it. I think it's ash for the grated cheese. I think it put do it you? automatically. Yeah. Cause, uh, I know that's like a sin in most cases. I don't, I don't mind a little grated cheese, but I know that's a sin. Some yeah, I don't people. like fish and cheese. Uh, it doesn't mix to me. I don't like it. What about what, what about like fratty avlo? No cheese? No. Just red pepper? Yep. All right. All Same right, thing so with, uh, yeah, cl- yeah, clams, uh, linguine clam sauce, no cheese. Okay. So, yeah, so I was – my wife asked, like, do people get moots on it a lot? And she goes, yeah, a lot of people do. And I was like – no, no, no moves. I actually had to sit there and think about it for a second. I was like, have I been living a lie this whole time? Have, have, have I been eating my clam pie with moots on it? I was like, I don't think that's right. And finally, I just made, I made an executive decision. I was like, nah, no moots. There's no, there's no way the old school Italians would put moots on a clam pie. So that was points against, but, you know, whatever. That's, that's like, you know, Gentiles and Derby probably ordering that shit. I can't hold it against. There's no way – there's no way the either. original people who yeah. started that place were putting moots on yeah. clam pies. Yeah. And I can't say for sure if Pepe doesn't put the grated cheese on there. I don't put any extra. If there's, I don't think there's any on theirs. I feel like they put a little bit. Oh, well, I guess we're going to find out now. Shit. Oregano. Yeah, oregano is definitely on there. Garlic. Yeah, a lot of garlic. And she also asked, like, this is actually a point on. She asked, like, if you want garlic. On each pizza. 
Yeah, I guess extra. I just said yes. Uh, I'll say no to garlic. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, unless you got anything else, man, we got to wrap up Monday. I'm going to put this one in the books, I think. So, uh, that is a wrap. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Another Sunday pour down and out. Another uh, another Monday in February, down and out. Last one. Thanks, to everybody, as always, for uh, joining us and listening to the show. Appreciate that. We'll be back here on Thursday. Um, we'll figure something out by then, I'm sure. Thanks again, everybody. We'll talk to you then. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. See you. Fucking craving pizza now, man. I mean, this might be the first time I ever left the show hungry, like for something specific. I want a slice of pizza in the worst way. Yeah, that was my first. Uh, that was my first time. Well, no, we went out for pizza around Christmas time. That was like different pizza. That was my first time going out for pizza in probably a year. Wow. Oh yeah, it, it's it hit the spot. Uh, oh, happy National Margarita Day. Oh, shit, it's today? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> Sneaks up on you every year. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Cinco de Mayo was National Margarita Day. Yeah, I mean, you would think people get impatient. They got to they gotta come up with a margarita holiday uh, February. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad the margarita, the margarita Day is in February. That's when it should be. A snowy day in February is when the Margarita Day should be. I'm all for drinking uh, beach-themed beverages. Mai Tai. Yeah, drinking Mai Tai in the, in the dead of winter. That's, that's what it's all about. I'm all for it. I like it. I'm going to try and drink some more rum this summer. Good. Good for you. Yeah. When what? I was in I – told, I, I told the story. When I was in Maine, I was drinking those at this resort. It was like a you know, hot-out pool day. Yeah, rum is perfect, man. Wow, rum is perfect. He says, "Yeah, it's perfect. Wow. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta mix it the right way. Like you gotta make, uh, you know, one of those like fruity drinks with it. You don't. You can just drink, you can just drink rum on the rocks. You could. You do like clear rum or dark rum. I think dark rum mostly. Uh, I see. I do clear. I think." I gotta look up what's in a mai tai now. I think you gotta just keep drinking rum and find out, just find out the ins and outs of it. I think that's really all there is to it. Almond syrup and pineapple juice—that's easy. What was it? What was it? A mai tai is a rum-based cocktail with light and dark rums, almond syrup, and pineapple juice. I might just cut out the almond syrup and just go pineapple juice. Almond syrup. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not. What am I gonna go look around for almond syrup like an asshole? I've never heard of almond syrup. Well, that's what Google gave me. Uh, the white clam pie on Pepe's website mentions grated cheese, so it's on there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that my tie looks fucking good. <laughs> all the pineapples at the bottom and all the yeah. I guess you got to do some dark rum if you're making a mine because you got to have like contrasting colors. 
gotta have the light with the dark. It makes it, it just makes it look prettier. Okay. I'm looking up rum drinks. I don't really know what the rum drinks that I drank are. are. Oh, cable car. I mean, you know, I used to, I drink like rum and cokes, but I'm not gonna do that. Like pound those on a summer day. I need something with a little juice in it. Yeah, a rum and coke is uh, like that's it's more of a winter drink, if anything. I feel like that's that was like just a go-to drink before I knew what to order at bars or at a wedding or something. That's what you drink when you're mulling something over. Why is that? You're mulling, you're mulling over what you really want to drink, I'm saying. Oh, that's okay. Not like, not like a serious decision. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I thought, <laughs> I thought Sometimes it, you can panic and you, you order a rum and coke because you don't want to hold up the bartender. I, th- <laughs> I thought it was like uh, there's something to it. Like a rum and coke was like when you had to make a big time life decision. That's where you sat down and sipped on. No, you need something stronger than that, I think. <sighs> yeah, so I got to figure. I, I, I used to keep a bottle of rum in my freezer at my old house. I don't know who wants to drink it. It's a good thing to keep in the freezer. I mean, you got to make room in your freezer for rum. That's, yeah. There's should no, be a rule. There's no rum in a Singapore sling, apparently. What the hell is in a Singapore sling, then? I, I assumed it was rum. I bet if I looked up three recipes right now of Singapore of a Singapore sling, I would get three different. Uh, all right, so open this one. This yeah, you know, fun. so we should just fuck looking up recipes. We should just make our own rum drink. That should be our summer project. I like that. That's not a bad one. All right, so this one has gin. That's, that's homework for the listeners too. You, everyone, everyone's got to come up with their own rum drink this summer. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm curious to know what they come up with. Um, so this Singapore thing is gin, brandy, Benedictine, whatever that is, ice, bitters, pineapple juice, lime juice, sparkling water to top, pineapple and cherries to garnish. Okay. There's a lot going on in the Singapore thing. I see, I see one right here. Pineapple juice. Where the hell's the boots? <laughs> oh, uh, gin and cherry. Did you say cherry brandy? Just brandy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, it's about the same thing, I guess. I don't think I've ever had – I think the only time I ever drank gin was a gin and tonic. I don't think I've had really gin and anything else. I had a gin martini yesterday. All righty then. I don't think I, I, don't think I ever had a uh, – I got to order a gin martini next time. Nice. No. I do it with all. People, I think there's people generally do it with, uh, like the lemon, like the twist. But I also, I think, always go olives. I think the gin martini is the one you can do the uh, onion with. Oh really? Yeah. Which I'll I probably just go. I like. I go. I would just order the olives because I love green olives. Yeah. No, I did the olives. But yeah. I would do the onion though. The pearl onion. Did you make it? Was it homemade? Yeah. Well, gin martini. No, I mean same. What as kind of gin do you keep in the house? Tangeray, uh, beef eater, beef eater. Ordered beef eater says it ain't. Yeah, good stuff. And I always put a little bit of. Uh, I don't even put it in there, but it's like. 
you take the dry vermouth and then you coat the coat the glass with it. You don't like even leave it in there. You don't want any vermouth in the drink, but you want it like coating the glass. Uh, I put it yeah, in. I never made a martini. I know there's definitely a science to it. I don't know if it's so much, so much a science as it is uh, uh, some fever dream of how it should how it should look. Yeah. But I've I have had a martini that because when I used to order them like that at weddings, and I remember one time the guy made it and put like way too much vermouth, in, like put vermouth in it, and man, it was disgusting. Like yeah, you really just, shouldn't even uh, really be tasting the vermouth. No, in no. a martini, it's very subtle, if anything. Yeah, you should know it's there. It's yeah, but very good though. Yeah, beef eater, excellent gin, by the way. Beef eater, yeah, I don't even know. Probably bought gin like twice in my life. I don't even know what I bought. I think I used to only have the Tanqueray. I went out and got the beef eater. This oh, time. I I bought Seagram's gin in the past. Oh, Seagram's has a Seagram? gin. That's probably pretty tough. Probably. I was. It was a long time ago. I was young. There's nothing better though than just kind of exploring and experimenting with the brands. Like you've seen all these these bottles like on shelves and in movies. And she, as you grew up, and they all look so like fun and exotic, and they're just full of possibilities. And you just keep going and trying all this shit out, like, oh, friend Jellico, let's try this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 got a uh, almost a cinematic mystique to it. You've seen them growing up. You saw them on the big screen. Saw them in your favorite movies, and now they're there. Yeah, in your living room. Yeah, now I got them right in the bar. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> fantastic fantastic all right let me get this shit out and uh oh they're successful sunday poor mark it down all right all right man i'll talk to all you right. later. see it